my son has asked Santa for a Wii U. Is it Santa or Santa? Santa. My son has asked Santa. Santa for, my son has asked Santa for a Wii U this this year. My wife and I have absolutely no intention of buying a Wii U for a variety of reasons. He's young enough that we don't want to tell him the truth about Santa yet, but we don't want to be <laughs> he be disappointed when the big day comes. We've tried several ways of talking him out of this Wii U idea, but his conviction is pretty strong. How can we shake him of the idea that Santa will bring him this ridiculous gift without ruining the magic? That's from Alex. Why is your kid asking for presents from Sansa from Game of Thrones? I don't understand. See, Here, I listen. thought it was Beyonce's alter ego, Santa Fierce. Sure. Listen, uh, let me... Uh, let me talk to your kid. You guys have to leave the room. Come now, in so here, let me little just... Bryce. Come in here, little Bryce. Bye, right, Bryce. Right. <laughs> let the let the brothers back right talk to you. Now, parents, you do have to leave the room. We pro- you know we can't use bad words. We've been bound by a blood oath. So uh, just leave the room and let us talk to him. <clears throat> you know Santa's going to bring it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom and Dad are playing this. Playing dumb, to basically. Play so cool. They're trying to be so cool. You know, my parents try to play this game. A what? A Genesis? I'm not going to get you one of those. And then what's that? A Nintendo 64? Wouldn't you like settle for a Nintendo 63? Uh, uh, and then what's that like behind that. the couch? Oh, must be from Santa. What's that from Nani? Nani's got you another present. This is sec- that? It's a secret present. Wait, what did what did Nani get it? Open it up. Oh, it's a sewing machine box. Nani, why we wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Feels like there's some extra oh. space. Something rattling around in this box. Open it up. Is it close? Oh, wait a minute. There's a map. There's a map on this sweater. <laughs> is that a codex? Oh my god, Jesus had a son. <laughs> I'm not even worried about the Wii U anymore. <laughs> now I'm off on an international intrigue. I love this. I've got to go find the Pope and kill him while he sleeps. I did not ring the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, Bryce, Bryce, listen, Bryce, Bryce, you know Santa's going to bring it to you. Yeah, if you believe... Your parents are just playing dumb. If Santa always hooks you up. Bryce, for real, have you been good? That's the only question. Because if it Ooh. doesn't show up, then you know... Somewhere along the line, it ungoofed up somewhere. Bryce, have you been good, and are you a Christian? <laughs> have you heard the good news? Bryce, we've got good news. Wear this cape. Wear this cape. Take this little book. Don't tell your parents, though. Bryce, we've got good news about the love of Christ. Bryce, You're keep, this, care about- keep this little book secret, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, Wait. Don't tell your parents this little book, Bryce. They'll tell you about lies. They don't know. It's full of good news. Your parents, parents don't believe, right? That's why they don't think Wii U is coming. ready to hear it. But if Santa doesn't bring you Wii U, then Jesus definitely is. This is Jesus' is Wii U well, insurance, Bryce. If Santa Bryce. doesn't bring you a Wii U, it's because your parents don't believe in Jesus. you got to diversify <laughs> diversify your Wii U portfolio. Listen, playing Wii U isn't cool. You know what? It's cool living forever. But, don't you live forever, Bryce? And also possibly playing two Wii U's. One from Santa, one from Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, after, after you hear this good news, you're gonna be like, "We who?" Because because of the good news, Nintendo Power? No, Power of Prayer. Power of Prayer. Maybe the real power isn't Nintendo Power after all. G- and also Nintendo Power of Prayer. Hey, Bryce, Jesus does what Nintendo don't. Just food for thought, Bryce. <laughs> Chew it over, mull it over. Parents, you can come back. <laughs> wait, don't, wait, don't, it's all sorted, right, don't worry, Bryce? We, we, we smoothed it all out. Bryce. Wink. Right. Hey, listen, get, do get my cape back from him, though. <laughs> that I wasn't need my for ca- keeps. That wasn't keeps. That was like a loaner cape. 
After the he's crying. He's crying because he saw something outside the window that scared him. A, it was a. It was a hawk. A big hawk flew down. We scared it away. We freaked it out though. God, once you have one year where Santa doesn't bring the kid what he wants, you're you never have to worry about bad behavior again. <laughs> yeah. You know? Do you want this to be like the one year? The one year that Santa really followed through on his seemingly <laughs> hollow threat to not bring you what you wanted. <laughs> Um, it, it, just Merry Christmas, Bryce's parents. It's going to be a great one. I can just. It's going to be a great one. Don't listen back to that part. No. You may be tempted. Per, just burn this after you after it's done. Oh, Your we iPhone. Told, I mean, Bryce, just flush it. Just flush this phone down the potty, Bryce. Daddy doesn't need. <laughs> Bryce, come back. That in. way, Santa can find it because mm-hmm. he lives in the sewers. <laughs> Santa. No, listen. I'm thinking of it. I'm sorry. One of those three is definitely going to hook you up with the Wii U. Jesus, Santa, or <laughs> Pennywise is going to bring you a Wii U. <laughs> you do- this is important, Bryce. Don't go to him. Let him come to you with the Wii U. Don't. He's going to come at you from the sewer. Like, check it Tell out. Tell him to slide it to you. I'm down here having a fun, fun two-screen experience with Mario and Yoshi. Come check it hey. out. And you say, no, Pennywise, why don't you come up? I got a big TV up here. <laughs> How do you go up here, Pennywise? They all waggle down here, Brycey. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to. I've got a. I've got a lot of space that you can really explore with that gamepad. You're gonna. I'm telling you. I think it's gonna be way better up here. So why don't you just, just not in the sewer? If we could. Hey, I know kids love clowns. Is there a clown in the world that can entice a chill aisle to follow it into a sewer? How good is this clown? He was just so gosh darn charming. He is. No, he's not. He's Tim Curry. And Tim Curry, as we know, could Tim is Curry, not blessed with natural charm. Could Tim Curry entice any child into any space anywhere on the earth above ground or subterranean for any reason no. using any means imaginable? He could have all the Wii U's and candy in the world and be standing ten feet away from the child in an open space. All right, space, Bryce, I'm going to make you a deal. Surrounded I'll give by you the Wii U, the candy, the pony, and the balloons. Right. No, he could, Tim where Curry, are you going? He could, Tim Curry couldn't entice a child into an ice cream truck driven by a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> he could be surrounded by his parents and police officers. <laughs> Come here. You're going to love Come this. Here. I'm chilling in here with Pikachu and Charmander. <laughs> Charizard. Pump Char- the brakes. Charizard and he's to pile on. We're all eating push pops. <laughs> How did you I see you met my faithful ghastly? <laughs> Don't get strung out by the way I look. Well, like, what else do I have to go on right now? You are a clown with sharp teeth. I would rather not. Do get strung out. Very you know, strung out. To be fair, out. I also don't think Tim Curry could encourage an adult to do anything. <laughs> well, except dance. <laughs> Take a chance. But let's, let's get back to Snuggies. Because I feel like we've made Justin uncomfortable. I think Justin's left. I think Justin might have switched the nozzle. He might have flipped the flanger. Oh, I'm still here. <laughs> what happened? My cat took a dump in here and I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, like, listen to this goof and pick back up on the goof. And, like, I'm trying to also light a sense. Now, let's... Fucking this is important. Is it the oh, cat that you have 
that is approximately three apples long, or is it the <laughs> six hundred pound sea cow with furry legs? I'm gonna say it's the skinny one because they got it. It was like a stealth mish. They got in and out, and I didn't. I didn't get them until the, I started getting them in my olfactories. Oh god. <laughs> It's so gnarly in here. I have to find a candle. Say something funny. Um, I sprayed some Old Spice Fiji body spray. Here. Oh, it's God. getting a little better. Oh, no, it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> They're blending. Stop. They're blending. Stop oh. doing aerosol alchemy. Can you not? Oh, it smells like physical therapist and, and cat food in here, and I hate it. <laughs> Um, it's like Jim Bro. Let's see the next question. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got a question. How do you get the cat poopy smell out of your office well, when you're trying to do comedy? This is a really good idea. The room in your house that you work out of and spend most of your time, maybe don't, <laughs> don't play, let your animal shit. Maybe in don't it. play a like shit receptacle for any living being in it. Well, you have full control over where that shit occurs. It all started because I I had to keep the little one locked in here. To keep her separate from the big one. So mm-hmm. I would put the, the dookie box in here. And then I thought, but then I realized, like, I should move it out of here because I'm in here. Yeah. But then, like, I'm so worried. He's like, the cat, like, Amelia will be like, well, I always stay here before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't have that magic dirt. <laughs> I'm a cat. Oh, fuck. Take a chance. As I'm passing those, those people, it is almost certainly. The only time I'm ever going to see it's, them. It so, is intoxicating, right? It's basically, a- well, no, because the way I think about it is that basically, as soon as I avert my eyes from those people, they're dead. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, they're That's dead. actually how I operate in just everyday life. Just when I don't see my friends, they're dead. If Whenever I'm not okay. talking to you guys, you're dead. So, just, like, it's my world that only exists within a six foot circle around so me. So, like, when babies start to figure out, like, spatial understanding. Uh-huh. That's just, I have like, no object permanence. You, you just skip that one. We uh-huh. try to play peekaboo with Travis, and he just screams. He just uh-huh. screams wildly. Where are you? What the fuck? Just what the fuck? There was a man. There was a man named Clint. <laughs> this sounds like a pretty good Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> take, Where did take, you go? It's taken uh, three, and he's playing peekaboo with his daughter. Return my daughter to me! Um, well, I mean... I'm, I'm just this, behind I'm, this washcloth, Dad. Dad, I'm behind a washcloth. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. I'm up. I'm upstairs. I'm. You hear the vacuum cleaner? I'm upstairs. Please fix your object permanence. I have a particular set of skills. Object permanence is not one of them. <laughs> but I have learned all my shapes. <laughs> Let me draw you a circle. <laughs> Ten. I have ten fingers, ten toes. <laughs> this is like a Muppet Babies version of Taken. <laughs> taken Babies. Oh, God. I make pee-pee in the potty. <laughs> Who's the big boy? You're about to find out. If you don't return my daughter. Dad, I'm right here. Just turn, turn around slightly to the side. You swear you wouldn't do this at my wedding. <laughs> I'll lift the veil. If, is that what you want? I'll lift it. Fuck. Can I hit you guys with a proverb and let me know, and you let me know if it seems wise to you? Because in my head right now, it seems really wise. Throw your wisdom spaghetti against our wall, and we'll tell you what's. Let me just see what it takes, and then we'll say you wasted that spaghetti. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? I'm not saying you're gonna want to like cross stitch this on something, but I think there's a nugget of truth there. The man who sleeps with a machete 
is a fool every night but one. Mm. Ooh. Think about that for I, a second. You know what? I am going to get that stitched onto a pillow. <laughs> or your armor. I, it's something. Just, like, stitch it, I feel like. I, I also I don't want to get too, who, too deep here, but I would also say that every morning when you wake up, you're forced to survive. Wow. wow. Damn it. Right. Can I try? Can I try? Yeah. Yeah. The world is a little bit brighter when you carry a f- smile for a flashlight. God damn it. <laughs> Can I try again? Let me, yep. let, me hit, let me hit you with another one. Okay. Okay. Life is like a box of chocolate. Go, uh, get mm-hmm. out. We were doing so good. We were doing so good. Oh, wait. Okay. How about this one? Okay. The man who sleeps with a machete is a cut above the rest. <laughs> that wasn't a proverb. It was just like a pun. I think it was. Okay. That sounds like a. That sounds like the the sign you put outside of your machete store. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, my machete store, a cut above, right. uh, is thriving. Thank you very much. Take a chance. It leads me to a question I've always wondered, which is if you got someone strong enough, mm-hmm. and they, whilst hugging someone, grab both of their butt cheeks yeah. and pull the part really Why? hard, could you rip someone in half? Because I feel like the butt crack is like that little slit that they make in packages that allow you to open it easily. Yeah, sure. And it's like God's way of saying, rip this person R- in Right, sure. It's, the Achille- it's your Achilles heel, <laughs> except it's your it's asshole. Your, it's your Have you never wanted that, you guys? You never wanted that? Come on. Well, you, Why God perforated us? You're, say- easy yes. tearing? You're, you're saying that if you were to tear a human being in half long ways, that uh-huh. the best place to start would be the butt cheeks because it's natural handles and also there's already obviously I mean that's a given. Okay, that's not my question. My question is, oh, I don't know if anyone's ever tried it before, but would it be a clean break? God, could you do it in two? I don't think that any. I don't even think Hulk Hogan in his prime could do that. <laughs> I'm maybe okay, the power. But I, maybe the power team could. Maybe I, blessing of God's will. You know, I just thought about it, and I watched the Hulk Hogan sex tape, and he actually did do that. I take it back. <laughs> brother, are you ready for my special move, brother? Here it comes. I'd rather not. <laughs> Hulkamania is about to run wild all over your butt and your vagina. I'm going to tear your butt <laughs> and, and vagina a, in half, brother. Then there was a 48-hour manhunt. <laughs> Only one man could leave tracks like this. <laughs> it's just all going running naked through the woods. Did you guys see the legend? Somebody call Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I didn't destroy that butt, uh, Hulk Hogan, sir. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. You we actually bu- have a sex tape of you doing it. You saying, bu- I'm Hulk Hogan destroying this butt. <laughs> you have butt blood all over your hands. We can tell. Sir, Andre the Giant is dead. There's nobody else. <laughs> Have you guys seen that Hulk Hogan honor the giant sex tape? Oh my god. It's just, oh my god. It's just, both of them in a test for dominance trying to tear the other one's butt. It's like the opening scene in Melancholia where the two planets collide. That's basically what we're talking about. It's like the last scene in Over the Top. <laughs> Except it's under the bottom. <laughs> Oh, man. Can we be done? Oh, Hulk Hogan, it feels so good. <laughs> I didn't think I would like the way it feels inside, but I do in fact like the way it feels. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna call me new Hulk Hogan! <laughs> what the hell is that impression? 
Jackson. That's what Andrea <laughs> Giant <laughs> sounds like. Make coitus, of course. Because <laughs> it sounds like the baby of Andre the Giant Sylvester Stallone. If you tear my butt in half, then I do not think I will laugh. Anybody want a penis? Hulk <laughs> Hogan, perhaps you? <laughs> Should we make a move? I have four gallons of wine in my room. Oh, fuck. I have a bag of 30. <laughs> I have a bag of 30 hamburgers. <laughs> I have that giant armchair Gallagher used to use. <laughs> I have a bicycle built for two. It is just mine. <laughs> I'm going to snap into some butt cheeks. What are you doing? Get out of here. N- Randy, watch Nobody Randy wants Savage. you no here. Wants tear your butt We're getting tender. Oh. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. I have a lance. Tear my butt now. <laughs> Get out of here, Randy. Please. Randy, please. Take a chance. Unless. Unless. She's trying to set you up as like. Can't fuck this. You know what mm. I mean? Oh, she's putting her on a pedestal for uh, preemptively. This is what this this is what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying though, because it's the it's the dumbest. Let's no, just say it. Get it out there. I, if you say that this person doesn't have sexual, then the person, if the person is the right kind of person, or by which I mean the wrongest person ever, they might say, "Well, I can put, get some sexual in there." I bet. <laughs> let me see. I bet I can. Let me. Let me ch- you haven't seen what I do in there, let up me and around out. it. Let me maybe find you're out. Just, maybe you're just Dan sexual. Hold on. <laughs> Let, let Dan find out what's going on in there. Maybe this whole time, might have suggest, suggest Dan. Hey, don't be Dan phobic. This is. <laughs> let me break you off some Dan, just real quick. Just Which to taste of the flavor? Uh, it just... hey, you know what they say. Once you go, Dan. <laughs> hey, did, did you try the flan? <laughs> Because Dan makes flan for you after he makes love to you. <laughs> Dan's that's, a flan man. That's Dan's. Don't even worry about that's it. basically Dan's calling card. <laughs> if you smell flan, you know Dan's been fucking. Do you want to fuck Dan and eat some flan? Oh, what's that? You don't like flan? I understand. <laughs> the weirdest Dr. Seuss book ever. <laughs> Dan, the, Dan the man with the flan plan. Fucking. <laughs> Dan's about two that things. Just, that was just an eaten flan. On his deathbed. We're all out of flan. On his deathbed, Dr. Seuss handed that book to his publisher, like, oh, wait till you. Oh. Dr. Seuss is like, listen, I know, oh. I know I told you that I didn't have any more books. I said I was out the I game, really- but wait till you hear my new shit. I know I've been battling with mild dementia, crack, but crack. I believe this is my magnum opus. Crack, really that bitch is together. fine. Let me know what you think. It's like that scene in Proof. It's <laughs> on the notebook. This is just pictures of a guy fucking some flan. He had so many characters. Dan, the flan fucking man. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Seuss Incorporated? Can I get another hit? No. We are already <laughs> building the ride at Universal. We're going to have to, <laughs> gonna gonna have to edit this more than the original story for Hop on Pop. <laughs> today i know Ugh. absolutely pass just pass, keep passing him the rock um <laughs> take a chance i think the in memoriam was kind of lame this year you guys think so 
I don't know who died. Not a lot of like good people died. Mm, a lot of B stringers. A lot of B stringers. A lot Nobody of cinematographers. Like, a lot of yeah. You know. Can we all just agree to make a commitment to have more awesome people die this year? Just can we get some good people to die this year? Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Wink, nudge. But I'm just saying I'd like a really blockbuster in memoriam this year. We could add. I mean, we could talk to them about adding people that haven't died yet. Uh huh. How fucking crazy would that be? <laughs> fucking Mickey Rourke up on the screen, like in the audience. <laughs> and oh, then man. cut to Mickey Rourke going, "What? Oh, no, shit. no, I'm here." And then cut. You have- Can't you see me? <laughs> Can't anyone see? Me? <laughs> the whole night's about trying to convince Mickey Rourke that he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch those Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> to me. And then, like, the only person that can see him is Bruce Willis, and he just shits his pants. By the end of the night, James Cameron's like, and thank you for this Oscar for Avatar 2. And he's jumping up and down behind him, waving <laughs> his hands. Please, someone, if you can see me, call. Call somebody. <laughs> I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go yet. I have so much to do. At least turn me into a snowman like in Jack Frost. <laughs> I need to tell my son I love him. Like the documentary Jack Frost that I saw. (laughs) Please, if anyone knows a voodoo priestess, I promise to be a good Jack Frost and not like the killer kind, the killer one Jack Frost movie. Snowman, killer, good snowman. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to our best of episodes. It's been a few years since we've done one of these but we weren't able to record last week so we hope you're enjoying the go- the golden days back when we all had the loudest air conditioners in in existence i'm guessing that air conditioner technology was not quite as advanced as it is now with our whisper quiet you know you know super coolers and stuff but anyway i'm not here to complain about audio quality i am a little bit i'm also here to tell you about our sponsors this week like away Everything is super shitty right now. But you know what's not shitty? Away's line of rugged and powerful and sleek, stylish suitcases and rollaways and bags and other jams like that. It says here, Away has asked me to speak about um, travel that I'm excited about in the future. To which I would reply, any any travel all travel. I have obviously not not uh, doing a lot of flying these days, but sometimes I'll pack up my away suitcase and carry it up the stairs and and take it into the upstairs bathroom. And I don't need a lot of stuff while I'm in there, but it just feels good to do a make believe uh, pretend voyage. But they offer a, a wide array of suitcases and other stuff made from a, a variety of different materials like polycarbonate, aluminum, and durable nylon. And do they have many colors and sizes? Yes, they do. I have a big sort of gray one. I have a sort of medium-sized green one. Together, they, they fill all my family's needs. Do they have four 360-degree spinner wheels? Yes. Do those help it roll very smoothly? Yes, of course they do. You can shop Away's selection of suitcases and bags at awaytravel.com slash brother and give someone something to look forward to this holiday season. That's awaytravel.com slash brother. Hey, with the holidays coming up, you know what everybody could probably use a, a nice pair of? Not mittens. 
throw your mittens in the fucking toilet. I'm talking about Raycon earbuds. These little doodads are comfy and cozy. They plop right into your ear. They got a great sound. It's got a deep, deep, rich, bassy tones. It's got uh, anything that you could ask for uh, to, to get a pleasant sort of sonorous experience. Uh, they have seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise-isolating fit, and you can start listening to them right out of the box. There's no, you know, BS setup process. You just plop them in, and you can keep listening for hours. You can use them for calls or music or work or play or at home or on the go. It's the gift that keeps on giving, and it's a a great gift this holiday season because it's something someone's going to use. Who wants it? Don't Don't give them that doily. Oh, no one wants that candle. They want Raycon earbuds. And also, the best part, they're not wicked super expensive like other wireless earbuds. On top of Raycon's everyday great prices, they're offering our listeners 15% off right now. Go to buyraycon.com slash brother today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash brother. Buyraycon.com slash brother. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Schreier. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Can we just stop it? It's really fucking silly. It's like completely made up bullshit. Is that it? what you yeah. mean? It's a, it really rams home the fact that time itself and our measurement of it is absolute horseshit. Well, not just time, right? All measurements. All, All measurements, measurements are made money, up. Fu- money fucking, it's a, it's a, you know, oh man, the man, right? Like business and politics and like Wall Street's not looking out for me. And my bank? No thank you. My bank. I don't want it. You know what I'm talking about? Like savings and loans. Yeah, right. Exactly. The government I don't man, know what's going on. The government man is taking your time away, and he eats it. Do you know is where that's Obama's fault? Is Obama know, hoarding my time? Do you know mm-hmm. where that hour you lose goes? Where? It goes, where? It goes straight to the 1%. And they go out on a yacht, and they spend all the poor people time. That's like that Justin Timberlake movie where they have the time in their arm, mm-hmm. and when it runs out, they die. Where they keep looking Just- at their watches. Uh huh. And then Justin Timberlake is like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna instill a change in this unfair world," mm-hmm. and he does it with the power of his song and dance. No, I you haven't seen it, have you? I did not see the film. <laughs> did not. See it's, the film. it's called Time to Sing and Dance. Yep. <laughs> Can we not kickstart a horse, guys? Are you saying that guys? No, guys. Are you talking about? We've talked about revving up the revving up the engine. We got to get out of here. (laughs) And that's the sound of it idling. John Bon Jovi. I'm not making a a shitty metaphor between a horse and a motorcycle. What I'm saying to you? Wait, he wasn't riding an actual steel horse. Oh my god.
That would make it the fucking best song <laughs> on my cybernetic hole. <laughs> I ride the wastelands of my katana <laughs> with my vibra sword and my emerald visor. <laughs> I smoke a pack of nano stems. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I love John. Somebody write that movie. <laughs> I seen a million faces, and I process them for fuel for my metal horse. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. I sell water at a great profit. <laughs> Dry land is not a myth. <laughs> <laughs> this Yahoo was sent in by two different people, uh, one of whom was Jacob Locker, one of whom was Jack Howard. I don't know how it happened. It's a it's a mystical occurrence. But are they working together? I think that they fucking work together. Except they were sent like days apart, so they probably found it together. And then Jack was like, <laughs> "Yeah, let's wait until Tuesday to send this in." And then he fucking got the jump on it on Saturday. Anyway, thank you both. Um, it's by Yahoo Answers user Manuel who asks, "Is it okay to eat in the bathroom at McDonald's?" <gasps> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Whenever I go to McDonald's, I always eat in the bathroom. I've been doing this for five years now without a problem. I think that saying without a problem is 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 very generous. <laughs> it's well, yeah. Let's let's break that term down. Is like the fucking McDonald's bouncer is not going to kick the door in and be like, "I've been following your your trail for five years." It goes straight from the fucking cash register to the bathroom, so it was not a very difficult trail to follow. But you got to think, a- though, that if he's been going to the same McDonald's, that the cashiers are starting to talk. Oh, I hope he's not going to. I hope nobody's going to the same McDonald's, except <laughs> hey, for that dude he, in Super Size Me. Oh, new that, guy, don't worry. That's just bathroom Steve. <laughs> that dude in Super Size Me who's like, I ate 5,000 Big Macs. I ate six a day. And it's like... <laughs> That's great, but like, can you do them at different McDonald's so they're not like, oh, here comes Big Mac Mac? Because his name's Mac. His name is also Mac. His name is also Mac. Can you? It, and it's like, why wouldn't you just call him Big Mac if that's the case? <laughs> anyway, because well, he was actually very thin, if I remember correctly. He was a thin man. You're on a road trip. You park. You pull into a McDonald's. You run. You make a rush for the bathroom, promising yourself that you'll go back and buy a high C or something. You go to the bathroom, you open the stall door, and there's just this guy hunched over jamming chicken strips into his mouth. Occupied. Occupied. Occupado, my occupied, good man. Occupied is he, with flavor. Is he voiding, though, while he eats, is the question. I should hope not. Is this, have we ever told the corn cob story? <laughs> I feel like we have to have told the corn cob story, because it's the best thing that's ever happened. No, I mean, the, to my knowledge, the, we have not. The perfect diagram of efficiency that is the corn cob. Story. <laughs> the corn cob story is: we were at a trailer trailer park. No, I think it's trailer safe. park campground. We were staying there with our cousins or uncles or I think it was it's Tim and Tom, to Tom, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so we were staying there, and we were walking the grounds, seeing the sights, checking out, <laughs> scoping some winnies, and uh, we went to the bathroom. And it was one of those um, deplorable kinds of bathrooms with no doors on the stalls. So, like, those technically Which aren't are Which are not bathrooms. They're not bathrooms. They're not bathrooms. They're not bathrooms. They're risky water fountains, as they're, far as I'm concerned. There's they're, nothing. They're little public jails. And uh-huh. we walked in, 
and I was walking, you know, just checking to see if maybe one of these fucking stalls had a door on it because it's 1999 and we're living in a civilized goddamn world. Walked by one stall and I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't look long because it's like, I guess a crime. But there was a little kid and he's sitting there taking a poop and while he was taking a poop, he was also eating some corn on the cob. <laughs> He was eating his corn on the cob while voiding. And I walked out and made a hand gesture to, I forget who was with me, I made a hand gesture, like a fucking SWAT team, like I can't talk, I can't, I'm about to lose my fucking mind laughing. You need to go walk eight feet in that direction and look westward. Turn your eyes westward towards... Corn cob boy. Turns corn cob boy. And then we'll, we'll, we will, I did a little loop with my finger to say we will re- do some recon later on this we will get together and discuss it in a group <laughs> not now though for now not we now. completely not now I need you to total silence we're deep within enemy territory <laughs> I need you to walk there I need it to be very clear that I did not say hey go check out this kid with no pants on <laughs> you have to keep it totally cash you gotta keep totally it cash nice. turn say oh excuse me say like excuse me or how's that corn <laughs> Pretty good, I bet, since you couldn't fucking tear yourself away from it. Couldn't leave it on the picnic table. Go void. Go evacuate and then return to your biz. There was a moment in this kid's life where he was eating corn, realized he needed to use the bathroom and thought, well, I can't leave this. I get it. I mean, he buttered it. And once you butter it, it's like, that's your day. Yeah. That's your day until until it's done. That's your day. Have you ever thought about it from this kid's point of view? That maybe, like, Griffin's acknowledgement of him and, like, just the look on Griffin's face changed this kid's Turned his life. life around. That kid grew up Steve Jobs. He grew up super fast. <laughs> he grew up Steve Jobs. This Yahoo answer was sent in by Reed. Thank you, Reed. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Miomi, who asks, Well, I quitted karate. Is that a good decision? <laughs> <laughs> Trainings are hard, my bro told me to quit. Oh, Jesus. Trainings are hard. My bro told me to quit because I didn't want to attend karate, so I quitted. My parents don't... Hey, did you... Were you found guilty for karate? No, I was acquitted. (laughs) (laughs) My parents don't want me to quit because they wanted me to protect myself when I grow older. So is Uh it a good or bad decision to quit? There's so many factors here. Do you guys know anybody who did karate coming up? Yes, I do. I knew one. Chris Sizemore? Uh, Derek Moore. But, uh-huh. like, here's the thing. I feel like there was a, a mythos around karate, or all forms of kung fu, um, and there still is, which is, I'm, I'm learning it for self-defense. I don't, I don't think that situation has ever unfolded organically in the history of pugilism. I think that, I think that if somebody who has dedicated 20 years of their life to mastering kung fu and then they get in one bar fight they in that bar fight in that moment that primal moment of punch they do not go what did my sensei teach me (laughs) see i disagree because i think in the moment of punch it probably comes up but like in the dark alley where a dude like pulls a gun you're probably not thinking like well no because you're not gonna fucking like throw a ball of chi at him like that's obviously not (laughs) oh have you guys seen that thing though when you're fucking do that when you're careening towards that drunk truck driver you're not gonna kung fu his car out of the way travis (laughs) 
when this when the fucking sun explodes and we experience the heat death of the universe, you're not gonna fucking kick your way out can of I, that can one. Can I tell you the funny thing is though, as soon as someone says like self defense, I'm taking it for self defense. That is what I picture uh, like fighting. I'm off. 95 years old and this coronary is about to get me, but let me just chop it. <laughs> Done. Fixed it. <laughs> Fixed it with my ch- heart. It's got, cool now. Got it with a chop. 90 I years of kung fu paid off. People say they do it to defend themselves, and if you really pound that math out it is com- a, a bad investment no matter which way it breaks inconceivable in this, in this situation in this situation that you are that you are envisioning you are in mano a mano combat hand to hand no weapons allowed because it, make no mistake my friend if you have karate and he has insert sharp thing here mm-hmm, you lose mm-hmm. you lose it's over you yeah. get stabbed that's why. That's why imagine? fucking knives and swords and guns were invented. Is because people like this fuckhole on Yahoo was like karate's too hard. I wish there was a substitute. Oh, oh you're telling me this guns. knife is worth a a hundred billion years of karate? Okay, I'll just take that then. It's way easier. I uh, I think that the, the 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 big problem with with karate is I don't have an end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crab McGraw. Now that's, that's some that shit. Way. That's some shit. I can Crab McGraw or Tim McGraw. Oh. <laughs> if you are Tim McGraw, welcome to Tom. Mag- <laughs> welcome to Tim McGraw's Crab McGraw. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to tumble, how to throw somebody, use their weight against them, and not get your head knocked off. Welcome to Tom McGraw's Tim McGraw Crab McGraw. Hi, I'm <laughs> Tom McGraw. People tell me I look like Tim McGraw, but that's just because my name sounds the same. Who wants to learn how to tussle? <laughs> My brother Tim McGraw taught me his fighting style, Carl McGraw, that he invented. It was not. I miss him every day. I miss him so much. I miss him. He died in a Carl McGraw accident. (laughs) I've been pretending to be him for the last 20 years. Have you had sex with Faith Hill? No? Well, come on. Let's Carl McGraw. Everybody do in the Crab McGraw crawl. I don't think that was Tim McGraw. I don't think that was Tim McGraw. Everybody Crab McGraw like you were dying. Let's go. <laughs> that one That one works. Thank you. Don't take the Crab McGraw lessons <laughs> from my brother Tom. <laughs> don't take his shit. Don't take his shit. Crab McGraw him. <laughs> Can anyone give me an I like it? I love it. I like it. I love it. I chopped that guy's arm off. <laughs> Take a chance. Okay, let me tell you guys the story of the Terminator. Okay. I will start from the beginning. Sarah, Sarah, and her son, uh, mm, John, John, oh. her son, John. Sarah Connor is pregnant with a okay. baby, mm-hmm. and Arnold Schwarzenegger is a robot. A series eight hundred Terminator. Is he the back. dad? What? No. Sorry, is he the not. sorry is he the dad? No, he's a robot. So, so robots said, can't. Uh, sorry, sorry to keep interrupting you, Justin. Sorry, but, so the okay. baby half robot. Well, I've seen um, Mil- Bicentennial Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And robots can like come and they can like create babies just okay. like a normal person. Okay. Well, let me start again, and this time I will replace the Terminator with Robin Williams' robotic character from Bicentennial. Oh, oh this is going to be so much fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on. So Bicentennial Man. Mm-hmm. As portrayed by Robin Williams, mm-hmm. travels is is in a war in our future. Is in a war with humanity. Okay, robots versus humans. Right? Does he you have know? his skin and stuff yet, or is he still like the creepy servo? At bot? this point, he has skin. Okay. 
So, so we're close to the end of the movie. <laughs> we're close to the end of the movie. It's in our future, but it, he's about to go to the beginning of the movie, which is our past. So okay. back John when he Connor didn't have when he had lead, just when he was just metal. John Connor is leading humanity's revolt against robots. Is this and the baby? Like, the baby is doing this. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, a baby from no. from inside the womb. Fully grown John Connor is leading okay. humanity's revolt against the robots. Okay, uh-huh. so the robots are like, "This is going bad. I don't think we're going to win this one." And they're like, "Well, Bullsh- let's bullshit." Give up. First off, <laughs> well, this is the thing: the robots never give up. Okay, but here's the thing: I don't see the robots sitting around a table like, "Listen, guys, we're blowing it." Listen, guys, I put a lot of thought into this, and listen, we had a good run. In my I'm telling gut. you, this is what happens. So okay. listen, so they make a bunch of robots that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a, is a T eight hundred, but he's the one hundred and one model. So. Like his series is like his robotic abilities, and that one hundred and one refers to like his flesh covering, mm-hmm. which all look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they sent him back in the past to kill John Connor's mom, uh, which which That's a dick seems move. harsh. It seems harsh. T two, Terminator two, and that's the end. Of, that's the end of the movie. They, they send him back to, and say good luck in the movie. No, good luck. And and she, he's like, thanks. I'll do what I can. And <laughs> bump, 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 credits bump. are. <laughs> so then okay so then t2 they tried again with a robot made of liquid but mm-hmm. by this point the humans have their own arnold schwarzenegger and they send him back to protect him from that and that's john connor's dad that's debatable is john connor's his own dad oh john shit. He's, he's <laughs> travel dad. back. i saw the scene in the original t t1 uh-huh. Where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes that woman's door is like, Are you the caller? And <laughs> she was like, And he's like, yes. oh, let me take out my chewing gum. She was like, I said, yes, Are you I, Sarah Connor? Yes, I am. And then he's like, Oh, sorry. Are you the Sarah Connor that specifically <laughs> the one that does, has a baby and the baby. <laughs> and the are you pregnant right now with a baby that just like feels. Like a like a few apocalyptic leader of men, and she's like, "No, that's not. I'm like I'm like sixty years old. It's clearly not me." And he's like, oh, "Okay, I apologize for the mistake. Have a nice day. I love what you. I love the tasteful the hedges in your yard. They're good." While yeah, I'm right. here, do you know any other Sarah Connors that maybe you have like a daughter? Media? You're named after yourself. Do you have a, did you name a daughter after yourself? By the way, I have good news about <laughs> Robot Jesus. He's a new, he's a new Jesus. That will I'm just gonna leave some pamphlets. In a hundred years or so, it's really gonna just sweep the nation. <laughs> you can get on board super early with Robot Jesus. I can, I can leave you a few excerpts from the Bible. That's a that's a cyber Bible that Robot Jesus wrote for you from the future. No, okay. Just thought I'd try. <laughs> I'm gonna go. His uh, his oil will wash your heart clean. <laughs> if you want that. That was a fucking super super good impression we all did together. <laughs> we all did a 
increasingly good really impressions. If we if we had a fourth brother, he would be indistinguishable from Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> because of diminishing returns in statistics. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but doing a doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression is really easy. Just lower your voice slightly and mumble. And okay. apparently, the only hard like part. That. Is fighting the temptation to say anybody want a peanut? You know yes. what it turns out. Definitely. It is your same. I just have an impression of a big man. <laughs> I buzz it out. <laughs> my that is also in, my whole husband. Do, do your Jesse Ventura. Hello, I'm the. Hello, I'm also a governor. <laughs> so, Griff, just side note. Should we make like a bunch of loud noise so it's easier to find the edit mark for when you cut out that giant section where we talk about Terminator? <laughs> no. Do you guys like huge dildos? To give yes. me some sort of metric, because that could mean, like, my definition of what a huge dildo is is probably different than what yours is. Uh, I If it looks like something... That the eye of Sauron would appear above, mm-hmm. like that's the kind of thing oh, I'm talking Jesus. about. Like, I actually prefer a, a lot of really small dildos. Is that better for you? <laughs> and it's just cuter. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's like a cup of pins on a desk. You know, in that one scene in Fantasia where Mickey Mouse chops up the broom and it becomes a bunch of brooms, it's like that, but with dildos. Do they sell that on Extreme Restraints? The do they sell dildos? do they sell a young man's fancy on extreme restraints? Can you buy that? Uh can I buy my innocence back on extreme restraints? I want to tell you guys about one very special dildo to me. Uh this is the Annihilator X X and you guessed it XL dildo. This thing The extra X is for excellence. This man looks like he is cradling a poodle. A black <laughs> shiny poodle in front of his crotch it is 18 inches long Christ. and it is nine pounds fuck how do you Dude, even how do you fucking I, operate that you gotta have a trusted friend you have you to have an have accomplice for this, in. for this bill bell or uh, a running start <laughs> oh, God. either way i guess uh yeah i don't really understand let me let me zip on down to the comments and see the comments are all just like no 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 <laughs> no no uh, uh, I love how flexible this one is, and I love taking it all the way to the base. I uh, felt like I would explode. Now, uh, folks, when you are <laughs> leaving a product review on extremistchase.com, it is so important to make sure it doesn't sound like you're bragging. And this one seems very bragging to me. Yeah, it's it's like a backdoor brag. It's brag. <laughs> I couldn't. It's super my, good, though. That was a my super husband super. many years ago suggested a threesome with his very well endowed best friend. Oof. My husband's small, only six inches long. Uh oh. so she's still into threesomes i guess and uh anyway my husband a few years ago bought me this and omg it's huge and intense i was lucky i have sex a lot but uh with a very big cock but this omg it's on a different level and so am i I am addicted to feeling stretched. Justin is this no longer reading review. He is just he is just letting he's, <laughs> he's forming thoughts and poetry. Just forming thoughts in his brain and using his mouth to express them. 
<laughs> I actually love the power move of telling your wife you're gonna have a threesome with his, with your well endowed friend. Your well endowed friend gets out his wiener and then he turns his back for just a second, and that's when you whip out the annihilator XXXL. It really kills the appeal of Greg. Um, Show Greg and it also belongs. kills it also kills the person that it plunges into. <laughs> Is there, are there any reviews? Like, I am typing this as I'm using it for the first time and am now dead. This period, I'm hitting the period, hitting, clicking the send button, and dying. Oh. This person says, when they said Annihilator at XXXL, they were not at all joking. That would be this pretty... Is, this is the, the loved ones. Of, <laughs> I, uh, we came home... <laughs> David had been shucked like a pistachio. But he sure did look happy. Thanks, Extreme. He died with a smile on his face. Like a toddler ripping apart a fruit roll-up. Just split (laughs) right in twain. Split in twain, he was. I was looking at the horses, and there's one that I wanted to point out to you specifically, and it is my favorite name of a horse that is running in the Kentucky Derby, and here it is. Are you ready for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Orb. You know Orb won. I am Orb. Or Orb won the Kentucky Derby. Well, of course, orb. because the, he has the maximum amount of space, the maximum efficiency of space used in a geogra- geometric object. Well, he also has the most streamlined name. Right. You know, yeah, everybody gets- else has like those longs, like you know, like uh, Stephen's left shoe or something. You know, and then it's just Orb. Yeah. What if Orb was a? <laughs> What if That's Orb why, yes. was a sentient yes. globe that insisted yes. he was a horse? Exactly. I am Orb. I am a horse like your earth horses. You must admit me to the race. I am you horse. You are not horse. I am horse. Please. Do not pay attention to how my horse legs don't touch the ground. I'm a hov- I am a hover horse. I am horse. Please. Please enter oats into my oat deposit slot. <laughs> I am I am horse. I am not an orb. I am named Orb. Provide it, me one one metric cube of of sweet glycerin, and I shall tell your fortune. <laughs> and also win your primitive horse race. Also, Nay. I need a jockey. If you if you know of any jockeys, I do need one, please. <laughs> one with preferably a long a. a a really good wingspan I'm going to need because I'm spherical and 20 feet in <laughs> diameter. You might need I'm, to paint him with some kind of glue. Which I must, is ironic, I know. I must win your horse, your earth, earth horse race so I may make love to your earth horse women. <laughs> uh, did you guys say your names? Because mine's Justin. Orb is a very sexual being. <laughs> I come from the advanced future of 5024. Everyone is a geometric shape, and everyone loves to party. (laughs) Please Uh, find me a horse that I will not crush to death. And make sure she's down. Make sure she's down to clown with a sex ball. (laughs) Because Orb is also only about consensual sex. (laughs) Do people in the Pokemon universe eat Pokemon? (laughs) 
Pokemon seem to be the only animals around in the world created by the show and games. Do the humans who live there eat Pokemon? Considering that oh. they can all be caught and trained, they obviously have some sort of intelligence. So would eating them be in violation of some sort of ethical code? The only way around this, I suppose, would be if everyone was a vegetarian, but I don't see much evidence to support either side. What do you think? Definitely. Ooh. Tricky, con- tricky quandary. Tricky conundrum. It's hard to catch them all if you keep fucking getting high on your own supply, so to speak. I feel like... Okay, so, practically speaking, in the world of Pokemon, uh, the battling and competition of Pokemon uh, is a huge business. I mean, it's like the most important thing in their world, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's on on TV. It's It's on TV. The highest thing you can... World celebrities. The highest status you can hope to achieve is to be the, the, you know, the master. You know what I mean? Like the, the victor. The, I, I I asked this because it seems like they would be too expensive to eat. Like anytime you eat one, it's like eating a show pony. I, so, I guess, but the supply and demand is off there because you can just fucking walk in the grass and then there you go. Yeah, well, like sure. nobody's, the, nobody's eating like Mew, but people are probably eating Pidgey left. <laughs> you're saying there's a you're saying there's a hierarchy. Of edible Pokemon, and you're saying near the bottom well, of that is a Pidgey, is a Magikarp, and then... Uh, what's the mouse one? Rattata. Rattata? But he's probably in there. Oh, I could go for a Rattata Frittata right now. It would be so oh, good. Oh, uh, yum, yum. Definitely. But you're saying... Everybody's probably eating Slowpoke. They're probably eating Snorlax, because they're like herd animals. Sure. Uh, Snorlax is not. Uh, Snorlax is actually fairly rare. But I, I what? understand what you're saying. Um, <laughs> God, I ate my Snorlax. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> what if you just wander up to the campfire and you see someone guiltily eating a Snorlax and then you tell them, like, no, he was, like, really valuable. There's always, like, two of those in eating. this whole game. I, but at the same time, though, you got to keep in mind, there's only one Mewtwo you can catch, right? <laughs> I bet he is fucking delectable because of the, because of the rarity of it. That's the thing. Only the super rich can afford to eat Mewtwo. Now, that's a tricky one, because he can speak English, according to the first movie. <laughs> okay, that gets weird. <laughs> oh, no. He speaks the king's English, so, like, that would be that would be uncomfortable. Unless you only well, ate just a little bit. maybe you could do, bit. like, well, you could do, like, one leg at a time. Yeah, precisely. And then you could still have the Pokemon. That would be an interesting twist, because, like, I've reviewed pretty much every game that has ever come out for that series, and, you know, it's a little stale. It needs something to shake up the franchise. What if you get your starter Pokemon and you just eat it instantly? Right in front of them. <laughs> right in front Which of them. Which one do I want? Professor. Which one do I want? I'll take the grass type. Let me get a little ranch. <laughs> uh, can I have another one? Nope. Ah, shit. Game over. <laughs> End of the game. If your list of Pokemon gets full and you want to catch another one, you have to eat it. There's mm-hmm. no storing it. You store it in your belly. And you convert it to calorie energy. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like a pop-up, like, you've eaten it. Like, you have to actively do it. There's <laughs> a certain combination button. of buttons. And if you if you press the buttons wrong, it goes from, like, a smooth, easy mercy killing to, like, a botched, really horrible <laughs> experiment. Exactly. I think there needs to be some recognition of the, of the food chain of survival in the fittest. Because let's be honest, if you're out in the environment, you've got all your Pokemon are, are knocked out. Except for one, and you fight like a fucking alligator, and he mm-hmm. kills your last Pokemon, you're not just going to fall asleep and wake up in a Pokemon Center. You'll be killed. You'll be devoured. Take a chance.
this final Yahoo answer is sent in by Ira Ray. Thank you, Ira. It's by Yahoo Answers user Aaron, who asks, what are some good songs against Illuminati without cussing? McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.